Listen, you need to stick through. This is not a long program because we have something special coming up at the end you're going to want to listen into. So please follow with me here for a moment. We're going to begin with prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that what comes forward on this program would be blessed by you, Lord, and that the words that are spoken would edify, and Lord, it would draw all men and women unto you is my prayer in Yeshua, Jesus' holy and precious name, Father. Amen. Folks, I want to jump right in tonight to a word of scripture coming from Micah chapter 6. Listen to what the Lord says. Hear ye now what the Lord saith. Arise, contend thou before the mountains, and let the hills hear thy voice. Hear ye, O mountains, the Lord's controversy, and ye strong foundations of the earth. For the Lord hath a controversy with his people, and he will plead with Israel. Now you need to understand, this is God. He has a strife with his people. This is actually legal courtroom uh, language uh, he's bringing up. This is something you would use in the court of law. And listen to what he says to him, O oh, my people, what have I done unto thee, and wherein have I wearied thee? Testify against me. The Lord's actually saying, What have I how have I done something wrong here? How have I wearied you? Why don't you come into this courtroom here and testify against me and show me what I have done wrong? Listen to what the Lord says. For I brought thee up out of the land of Egypt and redeemed thee out of the house of thy servants, of servants, and sent before thee Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. O oh, my people, remember now what Balak king of Moab consulted and what Balaam the son of Beor answered him from Shittim unto Gilgal that ye may know the righteousness of the Lord. God's saying, look, I brought you out of the land of Egypt. And when the madness of Balaam tried to curse you, he ended up blessing you. When he, when they, Balak wanted him to, to curse, Balaam ended up blessing. God said, what have I done wrong? He continues, wherein shall I come before thee, Lord, and bow myself before the high God, shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves of a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with, with thousands of rams or with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He hath showed me, O man, what is good. Now stop right there. What the Lord is saying. What Do you think you can sacrifice enough animals to make me happy? You think you can go out here and kill your firstborn and that's somehow going to satisfy me when we know that the only one who could pay that price of satisfaction was Jesus, the Lord's himself, the Lord himself. That was the only one. And God's saying, what do you think you, do you think that you can somehow do something that can legally bind me to your satisfaction? Because you need to come up and speak your beast because I've got a serious controversy, a legal dispute, a strife with you right now because I've done all these things. And all you think that you can do is if you are, are can somehow sacrifice enough that you can please me. And God's furious with his people. But the Lord responds back and says, you want to know what you can actually do? You want to know the right thing that you can do? Here's what the Lord says. He hath showed thee, 
O man, what is good? And what doth the Lord require of thee? But to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. Look, folks, there is not enough obedience under the sun that you can force the Lord's hand or enough, excuse me, things that you can do to force his hand in order to demand that he do something. Because, yes, is obedience good? Absolutely. But the truth is, if you want to please the Lord, if you want the Lord's face to shine down on you, because I'm telling you right now, folks, there are groups of people out there that they believe that if they can do enough, keep enough, be enough, then the Lord will finally love them. But the truth is, God says, if you want to please me, I want you to walk humbly, do justly. And that actually means do the right thing. God's not saying don't obey, but he's saying walk humbly before me. Do the right thing. That's what it means to live before thy God in a correct manner. And not only that, but love mercy, meaning love your brother, love your neighbor, love other people, have mercy and pity on him. Folks, we are living in a time when everybody is being so divided right now. Everybody is being set apart and to hate each other. And we hate this and we hate that and we can't stand each other. And folks, listen, there is there is a righteous indignation out there. But the truth is, it's happening amongst us that are believers. And well, I listen to this person and I listen to that one. It's like it's like the New Testament. Well, I'm of Paul or I'm of Silas. It, folks, the truth is that we need to remember that through this dark hour that we live in, that we need to walk humbly, do and live justly, but also love mercy, care about other people. Try giving somebody a second chance, maybe a third chance, maybe a fourth chance. You know, the Lord sure has given us a lot of chances. Imagine this. What if God treated us like we often treat others? How would we like that? So often we're ready to be like the sons of thunder, right? Call down lightning upon these people, right? For what they have done. How dare thee? But yet we sin against the Lord and we cry out for his mercy and we expect and we desire and we hope that God will forgive us because his word says that he will. But then when it comes our turn, our turn to do the loving and the forgiving, we so often forget what the Lord has asked us to do, to love having mercy on other people. Folks, there is a condition in the new covenant that the Lord is absolutely adamant about. Listen to what he says, starting in Matthew chapter 6, with the Lord's prayer. You remember this. And after this manner, therefore pray ye, O Father, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. How many times have you said that, prayed that, 
recited that in your life as a believer. For many of us, we've said it a ton of times, not as a Hail Mary or just repeat it, but we've been placed, we've, we know the Lord's Prayer by heart. And people that aren't believers know the Lord's Prayer, but it's what happens at the end of the Lord's Prayer that is so powerful and yet so absolutely demanding. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Do you understand what the Lord just said? You can call you can call yourself a believer. You can claim the gift of salvation, but if you refuse to forgive others, folks, you better watch out. You are in danger of judgment. Because the Lord says, a part of this gift of forgiveness, he will require one thing from you, one thing very particular, that if he was willing to forgive you, you must, and he means must, be willing to forgive others. And folks, there are a lot of us that have been through some real trauma, and there are a lot of us who have been done wrong. And God says we must forgive. Now, that doesn't mean that you must allow that person to continue doing the same thing, meaning letting them back into your life to continue. I'm not talking about that. But you must let go of when somebody has wronged you. You have to come to a place of forgiveness. And I know that's difficult. That only happens by the supernatural power of God, which he can do. But I'll give you a word of advice. I'll give you a word of advice. When you find that person that is unforgivable, and folks, I bring this up because it's so important. These are, this is Christianity. This is believer 101, okay? But it's so often missed. When you find that person that you cannot seem to forgive, the first thing, and my father taught me this years ago, you have to ask the, our Heavenly Father, Lord, show us how you love that person. Lord, show me how you love that person that I cannot stand. My father does that when he finds that person who he just rubs him the wrong way. He asks God to show him how God loves him, how he loves that person. Then I want to give you another piece of advice. Ask and pray that God will bless that person. Even if you're struggling, say, Lord, you be honest, Lord, I'm coming to pray for my enemies, as you said, okay? Lord, you said pray for your enemies, right? I'm coming to pray for this person who's done me wrong. And Lord, I'm, I'm having a hard time right now. And Lord, I know you've asked me to forgive, but I'm struggling to, to forgive this person. So Lord, I'm going to pray and ask you that you would bless this person. And I just want you to know, Lord, that this prayer is not coming from the most honest of places right now. But Lord, I'm asking you to take that prayer and to make it honest and to complete that which I cannot do. That's being real with God. And folks, I'm here to tell you that your God is big enough to handle that kind of a prayer. He's big enough to understand that you are starting this journey sometimes from a not so honest of a place, but you're being real with him. And the realness of that is where the honesty begins. And over time, as you begin to pray and ask God to bless that person who has wronged you, watch your heart begin to change. Walk humbly before your God. Remember, he was the one who brought the children of Israel out of Egypt. 
He was the one that when the enemy was trying to have them cursed, ended up blessing. He is the one who sent his only son because you can't sacrifice your firstborn because the Lord has already performed the most perfect sacrifice ever because he gave that which he has never asked you to give. And he wants you to respond with humility and mercy towards others. You want to win people in this last hour? Don't forget mercy. God is asking it. Now, folks, we've got a special program coming up right here in a few minutes. You're going to be able to leave this episode and go over to our Rumble channel. If you don't know how to find us, go over to Rumble, switch up top for from uh, videos and switch to searching for channels. Look up Remnant Call. You'll find me, Remnant Call Radio. And you'll find us there on there. Click over. Brother Benjamin is going to be on tonight. And we've got a special program called The Man of War. You are not going to want to miss this. But you're going to have to hear it on Rumble. It's going to be too hot for the presses over here on this current channel to be able to handle. And so we are going to have it over there and want you to join in. Folks, it is most important. Please get over there and check this out. And remember to live humbly. Love, justice, mercy, and God will bless you as you bless and forgive and show compassion on others. This is Brother Frank on the Remnant Call, hoping to see you very soon over there on Rumble, saying good night and shalom. You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.